Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Kamidogu Podcast. I am Christopher Beljanovsky, and joining me once again is that one legend you all know well, Toasty. Toasty! Hey, guys, it's good to be back today. If anyone knows me, they would know right off the bat that Mortal Kombat Conquest is my absolute favorite addition to the entire franchise. This show contained some fabulous episodes with stunning storylines and attachable characters. One of which that stands out to all the fans is the character Tomas. One of the only combatants who could easily get the upper hand in battle against the great Kung Lao. Tomas's ability in martial arts was unstoppable, and it seemed like there was a very interesting backstory to his character. Episode 13, Twisted Truth, left audiences with their jaws dropped. The ending is something that stuck in our minds for a while. It is nothing short of an honor to be accompanied by a fellow Canadian, Alexander Walters. We're very much looking forward to asking some questions, so with that being said, let's get straight to it. Okay, combatants, we now have the pleasure of being joined by Alexander Walters. Tomas may have been the highlight of one specific episode, but the impact that he had on Taja as well as the audience is something that will never be forgotten. Thank you so much for appearing on our show today, Alex. My pleasure. Nice to meet you guys. To begin our interview, tell us whereabouts you're from uh, and what had originally piqued your interest in acting and uh, maybe ultimately how you ended up in MK Conquest. Well, that's a long, uh, that's, a, that's a broad question. That can take a while to answer. Um, that's okay. <laughs> I, uh, I'm from Canada originally. Um, I'm back up here now, obviously. And um, I was living in Montreal. I was going to school, bartending, got discovered by a modeling agent in Montreal. Modeled there for a few years back in the, like, towards the mid to late eighties and then, um, got, uh, sponsored by an agency to go to Chicago. Then I modeled there and then I wanted to get into acting. So I moved to LA and, uh, when I was living in LA, as I was developing my acting career, I was doing construction because I'm still in construction. And, uh, so I wanted to make sure I had a backup plan in case the acting didn't pan out. So, I got my apprenticeship down there. I was doing general contracting and would do acting gigs as they came along. Oh, and um, it, so I did a ton of commercials. I was the Stetson man for about 15 years. That commercial ran every Christmas. If you Google it, you'll <laughs> see it. And um, you'll, re- you'll remember it if you were a kid back then. And, <laughs> uh, or if you were born. And um, then... I uh, was in L.A. doing guest stars and TV shows and then got on a soap in New York for a couple of years, played a main character in New York, then came back to L.A. And I think that's when I did. Uh, do you remember the year that that episode was shot? Did yes, it say? Uh, I believe that was 98 or early 99. Early. OK, then I continued. I did that and I continued to do some more uh TV shows like guest star. Then I did a movie in Canada and flew up to BC to shoot it, British Columbia. And my whole family had relocated from Ontario because that's where I'm originally from. 
came up here to shoot the movie, saw how much construction was going on up here and went back down to LA and said to my wife, let's move to Canada. And so we moved up here and my daughter was born in 2003 and uh, started heavy into construction and never acted again after that. So I'm still okay. in still in construction, and uh, just I'm actually starting with a new company on Monday. Um, wow. That's why I'm using all my wife's equipment because I handed in all my equipment <laughs> from my last company. So uh, I'm going to be director of operations for all of their uh, Canadian and then U.S. projects, and they have projects in New York, Chicago, L.A., Phoenix, and then obviously a whole bunch up here in Canada. So well, I'm that's pretty amazing, pumped. Alex. Congrats. Oh, thanks. It's uh, it's that's why I always held on to the construction. You just never know, and that <laughs> ended up flourishing into a really successful career. And in fact, yep. like right now, we're living in uh, one of the buildings we built because we have another home in Squamish. I don't know if you guys are familiar with BC. Squamish is a little town in between here and Whistler. Have you heard of Whistler? The where yep. everybody comes to ski from, especially from Australia. And uh, so we're living in one of the buildings <laughs> waiting for that one to uh, get finished being built and we'll move out there. But wow. so it's it, when I said to my wife, you guys reached out to me on LinkedIn. She's like, you have to do it. You have to. And the, <laughs> the ironic part was um, being in construction at uh, the, the guys on my sites and the teams, especially the new company, they're, they're, they're going to have an idea till they start then it's a small industry. And as soon as they find out I was an actor, then the field teams on these massive projects will spend a whole day Googling me. And I come, I, I, I come into the office and they all looking up at me when I walk in the door, I'm like, Oh shit, you guys spent the whole day in the computer Googling me, didn't you? And they're like, yes. And so I still have these little, little facets of, you know, guys in the industry that keep my career alive unintentionally. But uh, this is the first real interview that I've done since I've been in acting. So, oh, wow. for, I shot shot the movie in, I think, like early 2000s. I can't remember when. And then, oh, three moved up. And then that was it for acting. Yeah. But they always say, why don't yes. you get back into it? But, I mean, I work my I'm 24-7, travel all the time. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> difficult to uh, just say, hey, I got to leave for a couple of weeks to go shoot something. But you never know. Maybe, uh, maybe in a few years, I'll still do it. Never it'd be know. fun. Watching that episode again was sure fun. <laughs> I was like, was, yes. It's it's weird watching yourself, man. And that was a long time ago. Trip down memory lane. Yeah. So that's how I got into acting and what I'm doing now. And uh, yeah, it's, and it's funny because a lot of the stuff and a lot of the skill set that I learned in acting actually comes comes in handy in real life situations. Like a lot of the meetings that I have and a lot of the things that I have to do in the motivating and guiding and directing guys, it's all directly connected to the training that I got in acting. So it helps a lot. Sure. Yeah. yeah so, so there you go. Uh, how did you actually get into um, Conquest? Did we touch on that yet? Or um, It was, I auditioned in, in LA through my agent, got the part, I guess. And then uh, we shot it in Florida. You guys have yes. you have you talked to the other cast or quite a few of them? A have few, you tracked them down? Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. saw the one with um uh the link you sent me. I can't remember the character that he played, but he did both parts, didn't he? Jeffrey Meek. Oh, Jeff Meek, Shell Khan yeah. and Raiden. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And uh did yeah. you have you have you met with uh, any of the other cast yet? Have you got got oh, in touch yeah. with them? 
Yeah, Bruce Locke, uh, who played Shang Tsung, Spitfire, Rain. Um, I feel like there's another episode, but... Did you uh, get in touch with um, Christina Loken? Oh, we would love to. We've tried. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fantastic. We've tried, we've tried. Yeah. Yeah, she's still in the industry? She's still acting, or is she out of the industry? I believe so. I think so, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen her in so long. I probably wouldn't even recognize her. And then, uh, yeah, it was it was a great cast. It was a lot of fun. I remember shooting. Yeah, that. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you f- were first given the role of Tomas, um, how much information did they give you about the character, like his backstory and, and that sort of thing? Or, was it, or you, did you sort of go into it slightly blind and, you know, put your own sort of spin on it? 100%. Uh, no backstory. Just okay. always kind of create create your back then i would create my own backstories of the character and then just Mm. go in and and play the part based on the information that i had uh did you have to uh go in for like a few auditions or did you just go for one it went really well oh for sure there would have been a few auditions yeah there was always the original one and then they do callbacks and uh possibly there was one more meet the network that's how it typically went yeah, yeah. But like I said, that um, was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, there's something that me and a lot of the fans were wondering. I don't know if you would happen to know, but was it intentional for your character to resemble the MK character Johnny Cage? Because Johnny Cage played a massive role in the first movie. A lot of people actually speculate that Tomas is. Uh, realistically an ancestor of this character. Tomas has a similar style, even wears the same color shirt, has the looks, the confidence. He even does Johnny Cage's splits punch. Did the writers or anybody ever bring this up to you, Alex? No, nobody did. No, that's interesting, okay. though. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah. That's interesting. No, nobody had mentioned that. Wow. Okay. Very interesting, yeah. Um, so what was it like working so closely with Kristana? And um, do you keep in touch with anyone else from the cast to this day? No, uh, we never actually reconnected uh, with any of the cast. But that week, I remember that week I was there, too, however long it was. She, we got to spend a lot of time together. And she was a really nice girl. Very interesting. Super smart. Everybody on the show was. Um, and uh, even the big the big dude that I had the fight with out in the forest. Remember him? <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> He was a professional wrestler, and I remember asking him all kinds of questions, and I learned all about the industry, the wrestling industry through him. And wow. uh, I do remember that scene where he was, like, fighting with that girl in the woods, and then I was supposed to run up and jump on his back. Yes. And the reason I remember it so clearly is I took, like, a 20-foot run at it, jumped on his back, and it was huge. And I remember when I hit him, it was like I ran and jumped on a brick wall, like face first. <laughs> every, every every bone, every muscle in my body hurt. And then he, oh. he kind of rocked a little bit, and then he fell down on one knee, and he said, you don't have to take a run at me. You can just jump from behind me, right? <laughs> but they didn't tell me that. They said, just run and then jump on him. He didn't know I was coming at him full speed. And then uh, doing the scenes with him was fun. He did pick me up and throw me around like a rag doll. <laughs> and, uh, and I do remember uh, I did I had a great um, 
stuntman working with me, but I had done years of martial arts as well. So it was, I did quite a mm. few of the, quite a bit of the fight scenes and, uh, but nothing, none of the splits and flips and all that stuff, but a lot of the, the hand and footwork I did as well. I remember that. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, what types of, um, martial, what martial arts did you study? Um, Taekwondo and kickboxing for years. And, uh, so that's where the, the hand stuff came in and the, the foot still love doing that. Took my kids through it as they grew up as well. Right. Okay. Uh, so what was it like working at Disney, um, where most of the show was recorded and do you have any fond memories from working there at all? Um, it was really neat. I enjoyed working in that studio down there and in that, uh, Florida forest. And, um, I remember I had just, my, my wife were still together. We had met just before that. And after we sh- did the shoot, she came down to visit me. She was living in Pennsylvania at the time. And we just kind of cruised around and did some exploring. And one of the things that uh, I remember so clearly is there was a town that was very close to the studio that was like, it reminded me of the Truman Show. Remember the Truman yeah. Show? It That's remi- where Jeffrey we, Meek lived. The Jeffrey Meek? Oh, he did. He lived in there. Yeah, and Every- uh, everybody is- thought he was crazy because it's just it was so strict there. Uh, if you had like garbage in your house and they could see it through the windows, <laughs> you'd get written up. Uh, really? the, gr- the grass always had to be cut. There was fake snow. It was gnarly. Oh, it was. Uh, I remember driving through there, and we were thinking how weird it was. And I think we yeah. got out, walked around, just a little town because it was almost seemed fake. And yeah. uh, we still talk about that sometimes. Like if we see a really <laughs> cute little neighborhood, we're like, "Remember the Truman Show neighborhood?" So <laughs> yeah. the, this the the whole area was neat. The set was neat. The the cast was a lot of fun to work with and get to know. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's funny. You don't, you, you get very close to castmates when you work with them and you, unless you do, you know, like if I was on that show for the whole season, we would probably still be Matt, You know what? I was on the uh, soap for a couple of years and I had a brother on the soap and we were all very close, but it's funny. Everybody kind of just, they move on, you know, it's just like the yeah. company I just, I've been with that last company for four years. It was a great experience, moved up in the industry, learned a lot and moving on to another company. But it's like, eventually, you know, those relationships, you, you'll cross paths, you'll say hi, just because we live in the same area, but we probably over time will lose touch. And it was the same in the acting industry. And it was always kind of yeah. a little sad. Uh, I found sure. because you'd put, you'd put so much, um, I used to miss my characters because I would put so much work into developing them and getting to know them. And Naturally, then yeah. getting to know everybody in the cast. And then when the show's over, it was always a little, like a little piece of you dies when you leave that <laughs> cast or leave that show yeah. because, you know, you'll never visit that character again. And because uh, it's a lot of fun to kind of get in and do the character development and just work on the characters. I used to really enjoy doing that. Wow. So um, when you were working with WCW world champion, uh, Brian, the Clark, uh, you mentioned earlier that you learned a few things from him. What exactly did you learn? Oh, just I learned from him uh, what the industry was like for the wrestlers. You know, like the a lot they talk about, um, like just 
it, when you succeed in that industry, how well you can do. And I remember, remember him telling me about that and the, the level of success that he hit, but it was also very uh, difficult to get there. So he kind of gave me the ins and outs of the, the pros and cons of that industry. And, and you know, the, you've seen movies about it um, and uh, where guys try and try and try and don't succeed. And I guess it's the same thing in the acting industry. Right. You know, they say an overnight success is like 10 years. And uh, I had been in the business as a model, as doing commercials for years before I started to get into the acting gigs. And um, it's funny, I can hear my wife and the, they're trying to keep our chihuahuas quiet in the room. <laughs> we just we just got a, a little puppy and it's tormenting the older ones. I can hear it running around in there squeaking. Um but it's uh, uh, just the the industry in general uh, is it just it takes time to to develop and get to know people and I forget what my train of thought was because the dog distracted me. Where was I going with that? <laughs> I don't I, I don't have Alzheimer's, but <laughs> I can't remember what I was just talking about. Uh, what was it? I can't remember. Anyways, ask me another question. Maybe we'll trigger it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you were doing, um, you know, some of the stunts that you did, did you happen to have any onset injuries there, Alex? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, I remember clearly though, uh, messing around with, um, the, uh, the, the, the guy I had the fight scenes with where I dislocated his shoulder. I can't remember the character. Oh, uh, name. Daniel Bernhardt. Zero. Daniel Bernhardt. Yeah. Zero. Yes. Um, and uh, I remember he was laying on the ground uh, and we were kind of chirping each other. And, and then I went, I didn't do it intentionally, but I was getting allergies and I blew a snot rocket out and I remember it hit him. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell was that? And I go, sorry, man. We, we call that a snot rocket where I come from. <laughs> oh my God. I felt, I felt really bad. It wasn't intentional. I was just like sweating. I was not coming out of my nose, or, but he was on the floor and I sprayed him with it. And I remember I felt really bad about that one. But, wow. um, yeah, no, no injuries. It was a lot of fun. Just, uh, you know, stay. That's one of the advantages of staying in shape. You do that kind of stuff. You don't hurt yourself. Same thing. Now yeah. I, I uh, continue to, to work out cause I help friends build things too on the weekends. I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll give you a day with my tools. You have everything else set up. I'll come out there. I'll help you. And uh, it's nice to be able to go work hard for a day swinging a hammer and still not feel injured or get hurt or be able to work the next day, right? So it was the same thing yeah. in the acting industry. You always stay fit, stay healthy, and then you can do things and uh, not hurt yourself. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So before actually taking on the role, had you heard of Mortal Kombat before? Had you played the games, uh, watched the movies, and have you done I, any of that since? Um, I, no, I haven't watched uh, too much of it since then. I remember watching the movies when they came out. I had a good friend of mine, um, Sandra. I can't remember her last name. She was in the movies. She was the blonde in the oh, movies. Oh, Sandra Hess. That. Sandra Hess. Yes. <laughs> she, uh, she was a good friend. Uh, I liked her a lot. We knew each other back oh. in uh, our L.A. days. And that's when she kind of took off right about then. And we actually stayed in touch for a while and then lost touch over the years. Yeah. But yeah. she, she again was a real, is she still acting? She's still out there? Uh, I don't know. She's acting anything? that much lately. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll have to, go I'll have to Google her because uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. 
I'll see what she's doing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she played a good Sonya Blade. Mm, she did. For sure. That was it, Sonya Blade. Yeah. Yeah, she... Uh, and uh, MK yeah, so Annihilation. MK, that was the movie? Yeah, Annihilation in 97. Oh, hey, maybe we'll get her on the show and you can watch that too. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. too funny. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. So she, uh, yeah, so her career was just taken off, I guess, right around when I started, when I got the show and things started happening. You mentioned earlier the individual who uh, did, you know, a lot of your, you know, crazy stunts and things like this. I believe that was actually J.J. Perry uh, who filled in for you. Uh, did you have the pleasure of getting to know him like quite well during production? Not really. I don't really remember him too well besides him being, you know, a great guy to work with and extremely talented, yeah. but, uh, don't really, have you interviewed him as well? No, Not but JJ no. Perry, he's fantastic. I thought he played a very uh, good sub zero. He was actually sub zero in that show. And, okay. uh, he, he's gone on to do some great things. He actually, um, just finished filming uh, his own movie, uh, and it has Jamie Foxx in it. So he's doing quite well for himself. Oh, that's awesome. That's really yeah. good to hear. Uh, so did you happen to base Tomas's personality off anything in particular? Um, you mentioned that you put a lot of your own um, spin on his, um, his character, but, um, you know, where did you get that from, I guess? You know, it's funny uh you mentioned this not too long ago uh maybe two years ago we were moving and i had we wanted to start to really downsize and i had tons of boxes of videos and episodes and i used to always keep my scripts and had all my notes on the scripts and uh i ended up throwing them all out and I still have the, some of the videos, but not the scripts. And in those scripts, I would have had a lot of my character development. Oh. So it's too, too bad I couldn't go back in there and look. But uh, I can't <laughs> remember. Like, I would have based it off of what information they would have given me and what I would have just come up with on the script. Uh, and then just try to develop it from there. But I can't really remember the basis of it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, how, lo how long ago was that? Uh, shit over 30 uh, years ago <laughs> right a long long time ago <laughs> man or close to isn't it anyways I can't do the math my phone's on the my calculator <laughs> yeah. talking to it. Um, out of out of all the scenes that you had filmed what would you say uh, you'd classify as your favorite or the one that you're most proud of That's a good question. I'd almost have to watch it again to answer that one, but I did like the fight scene with the uh, the the giant, the wrestler. That was a lot of fun, yeah. and then the uh, the dialogue scenes with Christina were always fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the sets were cool. They were neat sets. I remember I really liked the sets as well. Amazing. Yeah, very well done. Yeah. Did you happen to keep anything at all from your time on Conquest? Like any, do you have any no, old photos uh, or anything at all? Um, I might if I went through my... When we move again, which will be in the fall into our new place, um, I'll have to look. And if I find stuff, I will take pictures and send them to you. Absolutely. We, I think all the fans we, would yeah, love to I, see that. 
That'd be I still fantastic. have some stuff in storage, so hopefully I didn't throw it all out, and uh, I'll look when we make the, the transfer again. Just have your guys' information. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> we were informed before that it was tradition for each guest star to be properly invited to an outing where Paolo Montalban, who played the lead character, Kung Lao, would often be what was called the social director. Did you have any fun outings with the crew when you weren't working? Uh, I think we went out for dinner a couple of times. Um, nothing yeah. major that I can remember, but I'm pretty sure sh- I don't remember him setting anything up, but I think we went out to dinner a couple of times with the cast. Oh, nice. It was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, with Christina and the guys. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys uh, spend some good time there at Disney world or. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I, I think maybe when my wife came down to visit, we went to Disney world, but when we moved, okay. uh, when I moved her to LA, uh, with our son, we would go to Disneyland like probably once oh, a month. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the uh, the, yeah. the frequency of the times we went to Disneyland's kind of kind of overshadowed the few times I went to Disney World. So I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned that um, earlier. You ran into our friend, and um, it was like hitting a a brick wall. But do you have any other hilarious moments um, from the set or? you know, during those outings that you can recall? Uh, just, you know, the, the snot rocket thing. I'll never forget that. <laughs> oh, um, man. I haven't heard that term. And, I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use I think that. It's a, you're, 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 you're from um, Ontario, right? Did you say you're located in Northern Ontario right now? Sudbury? Yeah, I'm, I'm around Toronto. Oh, you're on Toronto. So yeah, that's, uh, yeah. We've been using that word since I was a kid, and I grew up in in Toronto. So, must be a East, <laughs> Eastern Canada <laughs> colloquialism. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I just I can't remember a lot of the you know the 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 moment to moment things. I I remember the things that had the most impact, like hitting the the big guy really hard, and I remember how much my body hurt. And then I was like, I don't yeah. know how they do that for a living because those guys yeah. are huge. And throw themselves on top of each other constantly, like right. huge and hard as rock. <laughs> um, so, what was your opinion on the way that uh, you know the end of the episode, how Tomas was essentially written off? Were, were you satisfied with that? Were you happy with the direction, uh, the visual effects, etc.? Yeah, it's in fact I didn't even remember I was killed off until I watched the show again. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Say Damn my it. wife, I I died in the show. No wonder they never called me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot I had died in the show. Um, uh, yeah, it seemed fine. I guess you know I'm not quite sure how I died. Um, he spit green stuff on my face. Was that one of the ways that he killed people? That character? Yeah, reptile spits acid. On, on his oh, okay. enemies, yeah. So he yeah. burned my face off. Well, no, it, it wasn't was, a snot <laughs> rocket. <laughs> it was it was his his version of a snot rocket. And uh, they made sure I couldn't come oh, back because they burned my face off. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it was you know even just watching it again, it was a well written storyline. It, it had a, a yeah. good thread through it. It was fun to see, and uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, kind of as the name implies, you know, I just loved all the twists and the turns. And, uh, you know, I I think it, it really 
it made the audience just bond to Tomas and feel so bad for him. You know what I mean? Everything he went through was just gnarly. Yeah, and he seemed like a nice guy. You know? Definitely. Definitely. Too bad the other and guy didn't really... trust him. What was that? Too bad the other guy didn't trust him. Uh, that character, not uh, Kong Lao, the other character. The guy I dislocated. Oh, Ciro. 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 Yes. Yeah, oh, Ciro did com- not like him at all. <laughs> very, very confrontational and a little jealous of uh, the, the female lead as well. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so it's been a long-running effort from fans now to try and get a season two uh, to somehow happen. Even after all these years, the show continues to have a cult following. The idea of certain actors returning has been brought up with warm reception. A few actors from the live-action adaptations have even reprised their role in a new video game. If there ever was somehow a way that Thomas... Tomas could return and they approached you. Would this be something you'd be interested in taking up uh, or is acting just a bridge you once crossed and have now moved on? Oh, no. 100% I'd love to do an episode. And I'm sure that uh, the new guys I'm working for would find that very entertaining. <laughs> if I said, hey, hey, I need a couple of weeks. I'm going to shoot an episode. If something like that came <laughs> up, I'd definitely do it. It would be a blast. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things that was so fascinating about Tomas as well is it was just, you know, where they were going with his backstory. You know, he he was supposed to be in the Mortal Kombat tournament. You know what I mean? And if just given the concept, even if he survived, it's like, how much would that change the scope of the Mortal Kombat storyline? You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's just it's incredible. And And I think it'd be cool to learn more about his backstory. Yeah, and why didn't he fight in the tournament? They never mentioned that, did they? In the episode? Uh, what they said in the episode was, you were trained by uh, an incredible a master, but what had happened was there was a giant avalanche uh, killed everybody in your village, oh, almost killed right. you, almost killed you, um, but luckily after some time, you recovered, and you uh, caught word that yeah, Kung Lao was training champions for the next tournament. So, and that's why I wanted to find him. Ah. Yeah, you know that story very well. That's good. <laughs> you guys oh, should yeah. write some scripts uh, for the show. I, I I would love to. <laughs> hey, Larry Kasnoff, if you're watching, man, I'm in. <laughs> Larry, yeah, Kasnoff? fantastic show. Is he the yeah? Writer, he Larry? was the he, he was the producer. He was the producer, and he worked close with uh, Sean Catherine Derrick, who wrote a lot of the uh, stories for that show. And I think that's one of the most intriguing parts of Conquest is, is just the writing and, you know, all the amazing stories that they included. And Twisted Truth, you know, actually is one of the best episodes. So, oh, That's interesting. Um, the funny, the yeah. last name Kaznoff was the last name of my character that I played on the soap in uh new york days of our lives was it or is it a different one as as the world turns as the world turns the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah mark kaznoff that's why when you said kaznoff <laughs> i was like what yeah, that's that's mark and and then my brother was mike kaznoff yeah yeah and all right uh, alex go ahead no go ahead no i it was just uh nothing keep going <laughs> okay <laughs> so We are now going to jump to the final segment of our show, and it is called Final Round. 
So what we're going to do on this final round is ask you just a few quick questions, try to get to know you a little more. So the first question being, what is your favorite food? I love Mexican food. Oh, love it. You chose very wisely. Yes, yes. <laughs> love Mexican and, food. And I, I also got another side question for you. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, looking you up online and Googling you, as your, you know, friends <laughs> yeah. did, um, I actually found a recipe of yours for French Canadian chili. Is that accurate? Oh, yes, yes. I did uh, I, I did an episode on some cooking show. It's uh, like my mom's recipe. She's French Canadian, so I just called it a French Canadian chili recipe, and I still make it to this day. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Do you make, you do you make any that? other specific dishes a lot? or? Um. Well, my wife has really got me into cooking and taught me quite a bit. And now I do all the HelloFresh and the chef plate things. So <laughs> do you guys have those? Yeah. Oh, Nigeria? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my specialty is the simple things. If I was going to do it with no recipe, chili, steaks, mashed potatoes, oh, all yeah. that unhealthy good stuff. The best. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what was your very first job uh acting or job or modeling just in or, general in general just in general very, your first job ever whether it was my, a paper boy or something more <laughs> you know what thanks yes my very first job was a paper boy and um oh, wow. yeah. yeah it was it was paper boy then was it I for northern I, life <laughs> no it was for uh the toronto calendar magazine i don't know if that oh, thing still okay. exists and um then after that, I worked as a counselor at camps in uh, northern Ontario, oh. Muskoka. Remember? Wow. Um, yeah. So I And then I ended up going to a school up there as well called uh, Russell Lake Boys School. And it still exists, I think, on Russell Lake. Yeah. And uh, we'd go camping up to Sudbury in the fall in Algonquin Park. And I used to take kids in the summers into Algonquin Park on canoe trips. And so, yeah. Who was the last time you were in Sudbury? <laughs> Oh shit! A long time ago, <laughs> okay. back when I was in back when I was in school, I never went back up that way again. Oh damn! Yeah. If you could travel to any decade, what would it be? Uh, in the past, going backwards. Yeah. Uh, in my lifetime, or in other lifetimes? Any. <laughs> any lifetime. Uh, if you could pick any. If I could pick any, the uh, the late 1800s in the West, in California. Ooh, mm. wow. I'd love, to, I'd love to see the boom towns and the gold mine towns and just what it was like back then. I love California. Mm. So we need sure. to see that. Mm-hmm. I like it. What are some of your secret talents or something most people don't know about you? Um. Hmm. That's a good question. Well, I still am. Uh, I'm big. I used to be big into CrossFit, and uh, oh, I'm still. I'm now big into calisthenics, and not a lot of people know that. Uh, so I love doing a lot of body weight bar things, handstand push-ups. Wow, a lot of oh. things that guys guys my age don't do anymore. So that's <laughs> something that people don't know about me, and they're like, "Oh, what do you do to stay in shape?" And I'm like, "I just do old school calisthenics," you know. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so. 
there's that and just i love i really love construction like it's uh not a passion for it um it's definitely uh one of my purposes that uh, i pursue constantly and ultimately i'd like to start to do stuff internationally uh one of my goals is to build a big tower in dubai Oh, wow. um Whoa. Things, things like that because i do a lot of big huge projects here and and gonna be starting in the state soon so i'd like to take that internationally so i do mm, i love definitely. construction i love big That's complicated wicked. projects yeah yeah so challenge kinda, yeah i love the challenges 100 percent. Mm-hmm. so alex what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given that's a good question You know, one of the things that uh, I live by is, um, do you guys know much about Stoicism, about Stoics? Marcus Aurelius, who was one of uh, Rome's greatest emperors. No, and Epicus really. was, was, and Epicus was his uh, teacher, and they t- he that's where Stoicism came from. And one of the things that I talk about is memento mori, which is you could die at any moment. And so just to keep in mind to always push yourself uh, push yourself into the unknown always pushing again leaning into your fear on a daily basis taking huge risks and chances experiencing new things and so i i like to uh wake up every day with that feeling of what's the challenge going to be today like just this new position i'm taking at this company is an amazing position and and uh it's all going to start on monday and uh and that stuff really excites me and so i i try to live every day uh, like, you know, if, I, if there's, there's a, there's an expression, it's a, it's a, a theory that there's an alternate universe that if you were alive in that alternate universe and did the opposite of what you did now and you had no fear, what would you do? And so when I make decisions, I'm like, okay, if, if I didn't have fear in the equation, what would I be doing? And that's the decision I need to make. So that's kind of how I, I revolve around my daily decision-making process as well. Mm. Right, I just keep well pushing said. everything forward. So, yeah, Memento Mori. There you go. I want to buy wow. a Memento Mori ring, but my uh, my wife's still on the fence for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what's your, I guess, all time favorite or number one movie to watch? <sighs> one of my favorite movies that I've probably seen more than any other movie is Dumb and Dumber. Uh, oh man! Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know every line out of that movie. I think I we all do. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love Dumb and Dumber too. I absolutely love dumb comedies, but I also love action movies. And I think for the origins of an action movie would be for me uh, First Blood with Sylvester Stallone because oh. it was it was filmed out here in BC in Hope, British Columbia. That's right. I was in the military. I did my basic training in Chilliwack. And oh. then I went to Railroads Military College. And we used to watch that movie a million times because it was so current. <laughs> we were in the military. Just like my wife, she's American. She was in the Navy during the Gulf War. She's a, a, a war vet. And Amazing. they watched Top Gun in their basic training. A million times. So when the new Top Gun came out, she was so oh. pumped. Have you guys seen it yet? Not yet. No, no but I've heard amazing oh, things, mm. and it is skyrocketing right now. It is doing so it's, well. 
unbelievable because they they kept it original even the way they ran the credits the music it's like you were blasted back to the past watching oh, i love that so yeah you guys are really it's all about it. the nostalgia yeah they really held on to the nostalgia and tom cruise has an age today so he looks exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> bless his right heart. yeah he takes yeah. all the right supplements <laughs> still, still does all his own stunts like it's madness mm. yeah, yeah i think it's awesome i love it definitely yeah uh what is your guilty pleasure my guilty pleasure recently it's been ice cream i like the simple flavors like uh vanilla or strawberry or vanilla, vanilla with uh caramel on it yeah. and it's funny oh, i was perfect. never I was never a big ice cream person, but my wife always gets these little ice creams and takes them out at night, and lets them soften up. And I was like, oh, give me a scoop. And then eventually I started buying my own. Like, I got to stop yeah. eating this ice cream. It's dangerous at nighttime. It's like the perfect time. You're just relaxing. The lights are low, you know? And yeah. yeah. It's so true. It is. And it's, you and especially it. when it's a hot summer, it's perfect. Yep. In fact, I want to go have some now. We just went grocery shopping today and I bought strawberries. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what sucks? It's winter here right now, so <laughs> I'm oh. sitting here freezing. And <laughs> oh man! But Poor enjoy, but enjoy. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. And finally, this this question stumps a lot of our guests. But what is the funniest thing that has ever happened to you? Funniest or most embarrassing? Either one. <laughs> Why you... not both? <laughs> I remember the most embarrassing. I'll never forget okay. that. Um, funniest. Oh, geez. I've had a lot of funny things happen to me throughout my life. But the one that I remember is most embarrassing was um, when I was going to that boarding school in northern Ontario. Well, it's not that far up north. Uh, in, it was in Rosso. It's just out between like Huntsville and Bracebridge area on Rosso Lake and so a lot of the it was right on a lake and a lot of those kids had cottages on the lake and mm -hmm. they grew up water skiing I didn't grow up water skiing we lived in Toronto but my dad had a farm um, in Orangeville just outside of the city that he oh, yes. basically got to be a hobby farmer so we learned how to do farm work and I think he basically bought it to teach us how to work but anyway so that's what I grew up doing I didn't grow up uh, water skiing but I had met a girl that was a professional water skier and we were dating while I was going to that school and oh. I watched her like real to real movies of her water skiing and this is back in the early 80s and so like movie projector stuff and I'm going that doesn't look very hard I could do that so when I went up to the school I started telling everyone I could water ski and then the ice <laughs> melted one of the teachers had a boat and they uh, the whole school was down there and I was like sitting on the dock with the skis and they pulled me and I just went wham and then I tried to get up again and I was like I guess I can't water ski and everyone's like we thought you can water ski so thank god that was right at the end of the school year and uh, I ended up spending the summer learning to water ski and then went back in the fall and pretended that I not pretended but showed everyone I could water ski again but that was my most embarrassing nice. moment I learned I learned right there to be careful what I say I can do when I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So there's the most embarrassing and uh, funny. I'd have to think of that one for a while because there's quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Alex, it's been an incredible experience having you on the show today. The episode Twisted Truth, Tomas, and your wonderful performance in general has always been one of the greatest parts of the show. Conquest has played a massive role in my life, so to simply have you here today and speak with you means a great deal. Now, before we go, would you happen to have any social media outlets that people can reach you at? And lastly, do you have any final words to all your fans out there? Well, um, for the fans, um, thank you for still having fans. And thank you guys for going through the effort to look me up. It's kind of yeah, been absolutely. a neat little blast to the past to uh, to kind of touch something that was from the past that, uh, you, you know, I think I'll never talk to anybody from the industry again. And so this was kind of neat. This is why my wife said, you have to do it. She's like, you have to do it. That's so cool. And she goes, and it's so cool that there's people out there that loved what you did on the show. So yeah. um, as far Good as time. social media, yes, thank you. And as far as social media, uh, I'm super private on my Facebook and Instagram, just with family. I mostly just have family, yeah. but yeah. my, my LinkedIn is like you found me on LinkedIn. So if anyone ever wanted yep. to get reach, reach out to me or touch base with me, they can do it through the LinkedIn. And uh, then I should maybe talk to my daughter about becoming more social media savvy and not be so <laughs> private, not be so private. But in, in the industry that I'm in, I'm, um, I'm like one of the, uh, <clears throat> how, how could I put it? Like I run at like, big jobs and, and a little bit of a hammer. And so sure. I go through, a, I go through a lot of guys. And so there's probably just yeah. as many, like I have a lot of fans. I have a lot of people that probably aren't my fans in the construction industry. So I'm careful of how, <laughs> how exposed I am social media wise. Right. Because uh, sure. I want to yeah, just yeah, keep yeah. it private for myself. And it was never to keep people. And probably has made it difficult for people in the acting industry to even get in touch with me or reach out to me. So maybe I should start to loosen up my social media, but I'll talk to my wife and daughter. <laughs> but uh, my, my, my LinkedIn's wide open because I'm in contact there you go. with builders all over the world, right? So, Yeah. And uh, was there any other questions or did I hit them all? Uh, no, you pretty much nailed it. it. Uh, do you have any last words uh, at all? No, you're good? Yeah, I'm all good. It was uh, awesome meeting you guys. It was a pleasure. Likewise, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, reach out if you ever want to do something like this again. I don't mind. Absolutely. And then yeah. I'll I'll have my new equipment, so I'll have a normal computer we can do it off of. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, we'd love to have you again, Alex. It was, it was fun. Okay. Cool. All right, and uh, good luck trying to track down the rest of the the, the cast. I hope you uh, get them. Hey, we hope so. Slowly but surely. Hey, Chris. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, Alex, okay, I just wanted to yep. say uh, once again, congratulations and best of luck for Monday, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. You guys have an awesome day. appreciate it. You too. Take All right. Care. Take care, man. That's a wrap, my friends. Once again, we appreciate you taking the time to tune into today's episode. These MK Conquest interviews are always some of our favorites. It's because of your wonderful support that we keep getting these great guests. Share with us in the comments some of the people that you would like to see. We would love to hear and do know that we always try our hardest at Kamidogu. Nevertheless, this has been lots of fun and we're grateful to all the fans. You know how it goes. Have fun, stay safe, and stay flawless. <laughs>